0: Okay, now we're going to talk about a topic. Let's say you got a delivery on Shabbos, like let's say an Amazon order or something like that. And can you uh, you know open and use the stuff in the package? So we'll learn Lischout Yosef Ben Rachamim should have Okay. So we have this this discussion in Shalchanak is found in chapter Shin uh, Chavhei 325. It's based on a Gemara in Gemara Beah which tells us in the Imar of Papa that if a goy brings a a gift to a Jew on Yom Tov, so if we're afraid that he did like work in order to uh, bring it, for example, it was a fruit and he pulled it off the tree, which is not allowed on Shabbos or Yom Tov or the like, So then you can't have it on Yom Tov or, of course, our Shabbos as well. And you'd have to wait till Yom Tov or Shabbos ends, the amount of time it would take for the Goy to do the act. And the reason is simply so we shouldn't have any benefit from the Goy's actions on Shabbos. According to the Rashi, he says, we just don't want you to benefit from it. Therefore, we're going to make you wait till after Shabbos. According to Ben Tam, he says, we are afraid if we allow you to benefit from it, then you'll tell them next time. Even if you didn't tell me, you know, if we allow you to bear it next time, you'll just right, right, right tell him. So in any case, we have to wait. If the guy did it for you, you have to wait for the amount of time it takes to do that act again. So let's say it would take the guy thirty or forty minutes to get it off the tree and carry it to your house, out of the Shabbos boundary. So you'd have to wait after Shabbos ends. Assumely, you know that amount of time. There's another opinion that says no. We wait till Sunday morning because going don't travel at night, generally, if they're delivering something, so should, we should wait till the morning. Shulchan Aruch in chapter Shin Chafhei, Sif Yud Aleph, of, of the Rebbe at least, and in the Shulchan Aruch of the Mechaber and Sif Ches, brings that if it was brought for the Jew, and it was a, you know it was brought from Eser Tchum, or the like, which is only a rabbinical violation to travel out of the Shabbos boundary, which is basically out of a, a, a settled city, um, so it's only rabbinically forbidden, uh, but nonetheless, because he's doing it on behalf of the Jew, you have to wait till after Shabbos ends, and the amount of time it would take to, you know, bring that item out of the Shabbos boundary to your to the person's home. Uh, one opinion says you wait till the Sunday morning because people don't travel at night yet, and the other opinion says no, you, you only have to wait from when the evening starts, after Shabbos ends. Let's say it would take 35-40 minutes to do this, so you'd have to wait 40 minutes, Alter Rebbe says that in truth we can be, uh, we only really need to, we should wait till the morning and only count from then. That, that's the truth. But if it is, um, but nonetheless, we can be lenient if there's any tzorich, like for guess or or the like. Then then you can be lenient. Also, you can be lenient on Yom Tov. Now, there is a question. Okay, so now let's say you get a delivery on Shabbos. You get a delivery, Amazon or the like. Now, what did the guy do? Uh, so now, if in general, we know that you're not allowed to tell God to do anything forbidden. So you can't, you know, make an order and it says it will arrive Saturday, uh, one p.m. or something. You can't make such an order because you're somehow inform, you know, telling the guy to do this. Now, it's true that trucks are bringing in hundreds of orders, and most of the people will be going in many ways in hutzlards, and one or two of them will be Jews, and maybe if it was brought for you, the truck was started for other people but nonetheless the additional act that he's doing for you is also you know particularly just for the jews so you can't tell a goy or you say you can't order on amazon that it should arrive knowingly on shabbos an overnight that you send from friday will arrive on Shabbos. you can't do that but let's just say it arrived late or the like so so in that case um so so in that case can i can i open it can i benefit can i move it around so first of all, is it muksa? So I'm getting. If the item was muksa, like inside was like a stereo or, or a computer, that's anyways muksa, which has the laws of muksa and how you have to deal with that. Let's just say it was some clothes inside. It wasn't an item that was intrinsically muksa, but it was broad and the guy drove it from uh, I don't know the factory to your house. Let's say from the Amazon uh, warehouse. So then in that case, what do we do? So seemingly. We have to assume how many acts of violations did the guy do in order for it to come to the Jewish person's house? Well, he drove his car... Maybe he carried it. Uh, was he carrying it in a rabbinically prohibited, prohibited place, like a karmis? Was it in a public domain, like Rosh Hashanah? Um, you know, he he may, did he drive it from a far distance. Generally, these Amazon places are not in the big cities; they're far away because it's you know, cheaper real estate. So they might be driving it for two hours out of till they get to the to the city. So all those. Things have to be in consideration. Now, it is possible that you could always learn, that you could always say, well, I'm not sure how far the he really traveled from. Maybe there was no tchum. Maybe he didn't pass the boundary. Why? Because because it's, you know, like if you're, let's say, in Los Angeles, you're just driving, uh, you could be driving an hour and a half. It's just house after house. There's no empty area, perhaps. There was no passing of the Shabbos boundary tchum. There's There are doubts that we could maybe, you know, put in our minds and, and thus maybe assume that there was no, it wasn't brought out of the Tchum, but it's also possible that we could be wrong on some of our calculations and we're not 100% sure where where it was brought from, what exact, you know, other things might have been done, did the Goy carry it for us in a place which is uh, possibly Shusaram in some places so because there's a lot of doubts um, again, the Goy at the end of the day brought it for the Jew so if it's a package, an item like food, let's say it was inside a, a covered up or something and inside was water bottles or something, we shouldn't have it on Shabbos and we should wait. Um, it, it, you know, Metsi Shabbos, if there's any need, you could have it, but you'd have to wait, assume the amount of time it took for him, assume, to deliver it. Out of doubt. There, again, even though there could be possible room to be, to be lenient here with various considerations, but it's also unclear to how to, to clarify some of these matters. So let's say he drove it. I don't know from the Amazon station an hour and a half away. You wait till after Shabbos that amount of time, um, before you can have it if there's a need that night, right? If if um, you know if the guy had carried it, and maybe it's a public domain, a Rosh or something like that. Again, you'd have to wait amount of time, of how much time it took him to carry it. Sometimes again, when we have a doubt, we can be a bit lenient, but it would be a little lenient, but not. Now, bottom line is that on Shabbos, you can't have it. You should not be able to open it. It's not muxa to move it around because the items are intrinsically non-muxa items. But to use the items, we have to wait. Now, if it was brought for a different person, sorry, if it was brought for, let's say, for Reuven. So... Now, Reuven's kids, his household, his wife, all of them are included or, or, or like Reuven. They also can't have it because when we say it was brought for this, the, the Balabayat or some, everybody's like included with him. His guests are also part of his equation, as the Mishra Brewer points out. But if, let's say, there was just a different person and it wasn't brought for them, then theoretically they are allowed to have it on Shabbos. But that would be, you know, not so common because there are other people are generally... Going to be already the guest or the household members. So we shouldn't be lenient on this deal. Now, this is in contrast to the laws of uh, getting mail on Shabbos. When you get mail on Shabbos, we can be more lenient. This is discussed in, um, in Simon Shin, uh, Shin, Shin Zion. And the Rebbe there also mentions that, bottom line, we can be lenient on. This is in Shin Zayin uh, Siv Chavav. You're allowed to carry uh, mail. First of all, you did not tell the guy to send it to you; that somebody sent you mail, so it's already not the same thing as you making an order. And theoretically, it's you know you could use the paper as a bookmark for your book or something like that. So, um, and the sender who brought it to you was just doing his act for um, you know uh, carrying out his job that he's getting paid to do. And therefore, there's room to be lenient about mail. Of course, you can't rip the envelope, which has letters or ripping words or anything like that. But any case, whenever something is brought on Shabbos, whether it's mail or it's um, an item or an order, as we said, mail, we could be lenient. Theoretically, you could read it if it was um, not ripped or anything like that. You're not ripping the words to open it. Package we said you shouldn't have because we don't want you to benefit from Malacha that you might have made an order and he did it for you, but in any case, regardless of what item what comes, you should not receive it from his from the hand of the delivery or the go- the guy go- go- who's bring it to you. That's brought in of zayin altra that the minig is not to receive from his hand is because maybe the goy when he lifts up he's doing what's called akira lifting it up and then when he puts it down if you like basically take it or you know, let it put it in your hand it's like you're doing half of the job of his act of carrying and putting down. So you just tell them, you oh, put it on the floor. Okay, that's it for this topic for today.